Hello, I'm your host, Kathy Chester, and welcome to the Move It or Lose It podcast, a podcast about all things that move the mind, body, and soul. The Move It or Lose It podcast is for information, awareness, and inspirational purposes only. I am not a doctor, and I don't even play one on TV. So please consult with your doctor before making any medical decisions. The views expressed by advertisers, guests, or contributors are their opinions and not necessarily the views of the Move It or Lose It podcast. This is part two of Single with MS. If you missed part one, go back and listen to part one. So here we go with part two. Enjoy. So what are some of the biggest concerns that you have with an autoimmune disease when it comes now to stepping into the dating? Like let's say someone were to say, I'd like to take you, I'd like to go on a date with you. So I know some of you are ready and some of you are like, eh. So whoever wants to answer that question, just hand up. What are, what would be some of the concerns that you would have? Go ahead, Diana. Me, it's the bathroom. Like I've been asked to go out for coffee. There's no way I'm drinking liquid <laughs> on a date. Like, I don't know. And then like, and then when I think about it, like, cause I recently refused to someone or whatever, but um, like when I think about it, I don't pee that often. Like, right. why am I putting up my own barriers? Well, from my counseling background, I could tell you, but I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with that too. That's always a, a thought of mine too, is, you know, if it happens, like, where are we going? Yeah. Is it accessible? Is it close to park? Is there a bathroom nearby? Am I going to feel okay that day? Like I, I always hate letting other people down, but with this disease, sometimes we don't have a choice. You know, yeah, I am all for hanging out on Thursday. And then you mm -hmm. wake up on Thursday and you're like, nope, I'm not doing anything right. today. I feel terrible, but you have to listen to your body because if you push right. it, it's make it worse. But then you internalize all that stuff. And it's just like, wow, like, why would anybody want to go out with me? And why? Mm -hmm. It's like, we are our own first enemies, really. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that we get, we play that over and over in our head. Like, why would they? And this, this, and this about me. And it's a lot of mental games. If I, I mean, I know for me, and I don't want to answer for you guys, but I know it's that it's that mental stuff that, well, if he walked out on me, if my husband after three kids and had been married, if he walked out, who in God's name would want to, you know, would want to do this. And so I think it's the, um, it's that scary part, you know, right. So Sanam, what about you? Where are you at? If someone were to come and ask you out, where are you at? Would you be nervous? Would yeah. you say yes? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think the most, um, stressful part is that when to disclose disclose your life with MS because mm -hmm. you don't know when it's too soon when it's too late you don't want to say it right away because you're going to feel like I don't know that person well enough so should I share right now this is very vulnerable about me and I right. want to get to know that person but also when you start knowing that person you feel like okay isn't too late to share right now that person might just feel like um, I needed to know right away or I needed to know some point in a dating or seeing each other so I could sure. just support you even maybe that person is coming from the good place 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I personally listen to my gut. I personally mm-hmm. listen to my instinct and I feel that person first. And then I'm like, okay, I think that I can share that. And sometimes I'm like, no, I even don't want to get to know you more. And right. you're out of picture right now for me. Yeah. Sure. Sure. No, I think that's really good. Someone else had their hand up. Diana? No, I'm just going to say to oh. add to that. Um, uh, sorry. When it comes to telling people, I tell people right away. You do. Cut, yeah, to cut into the, oh, am I going to tell them? Am I not going to tell them? Are they going to leave? Blah, blah, blah. Like, so I just come out and it's wrong sometimes because even in the chatting phase, yeah. I'm like, I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah, but I Diana, know, like, I think you do it because you want you want to know and you want to say like, so you go now. <laughs> I, I want to add on to that too. Like, you know, I've tried some of the dating sites like Derek talked about and mm-hmm. you talk for a while and it's, you do, you have to decide like, are you going to tell them? right away or when do you do it and like he said I, I've told people before after chatting for a couple of weeks and then it's just like poof yeah but like if it were to affect of me going on an actual date like I would have to tell they would have to know I have MS because as soon as they physically see me they you know they can see there's something wrong you know right. I wear it on my sleeve I can barely walk like they're gonna have to know by that point so yeah but how do you tell somebody that early on and you know 75 25 chance they're just gonna split well yeah it's a it's a good way anyone else have because i don't want to sleep in and ask yeah my my experience with it was always yeah the bathroom was a main concern Mm -hmm. uh what are we gonna do luckily the pandemic really set things at my pace you know like right first date in a park <laughs> i can pee in my bottle in a car you know yeah like, and i did that you know i met somebody for the first time and i'm like peeing in my car while they're like waiting for me <laughs> it's, it's you weed out a lot of people yeah um you know and and some of them just i've met friends i've made friends mm-hmm. in the dating app world you know i met somebody with ms and she lives well obviously she lives close by but like it's just interesting she was the first person i ever really met and hung out with that has ms but you never really know and then also the logistics of it all was kind of a headache Mm -hmm. uh, in general um i fell down and hit my head on a date you know like tripped on in their backyard and like smacked my head on a planter and she didn't even help me in my car like right oh she did (laughs) i mean no i had a lovely time with you if you're out there yeah yeah (laughs) just wake up i do remember maybe help some people (laughs) i remember being in heels because i thought i could do that and just like falling completely out, trying to hit a, a truck and I went to get out and it went and just flying right over, just rolling. And I thought, great first impression. They are going to think they're going to want a definite second date with me. So those crazy things do happen. It's our, it's us. So anyone else want to add to that? If they were asked out and Ricky, what you got? Well, in, in my situation, I mean, it's obvious. I, 
the first time you see me, you know that there's something wrong. I can't hide that I, I have MS. Um, but for me, like going to the restroom, I've had Botox in my bladder. So I don't pee normally. I have to catheterize myself. And I found that they have travel catheters. So I can carry a catheter in my pocket. And as long as I can find a place to be alone, whether it be a bathroom or behind a wall, I can drain my bladder and, and take care of that. Um, but it, it's how people react to that. Right. You know, yeah. you know, somebody says, what do you mean you have to drain your bladder? I said, I don't pee normally. I've had Botox in my bladder. So <laughs> when I feel the urge to pee, I have to stick a tube down it to drain right. my bladder. Um, and that kind of freaks people out sometimes. Yeah, sure. I, I can I can attest to that. Like everywhere I go, I have I have a catheter in my pocket at all times. And mm -hmm. then I have my little bag, my purse, as I call it. Like it goes everywhere with me. I got extra catheters in there. I got extra pills in there. I got everything I need. And it's right. to explain that to people. Why do you have that? Why are you carrying that bag? Like, what, what, are you, what are you getting out of there? And it's like, well, I'm getting a catheter. Like, do you really need to know that? Like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And this is what I have to do to go to the bathroom. So yes, it's a catheter. And it's yeah. just see the look on the person's face that first time. They're just like, like, what? Like, who is this guy? Well, you know, it's either that or I'm going to sit here and talk to you and pee myself. So <laughs> yes, yeah. and we all pee. So you can choose. You can, choose what you, want. you can be weirded out by my catheter. Right. Weirded out by me peeing myself sitting at this table with you. So <laughs> that's how well, I, I feel about I, it when it comes to bladder control issues is like I've got no control over what's happening and it could be right. a lot, I could make it a lot more awkward for everybody yeah. you know I mean but, but I'm not I'm trying to contain it so yeah well to your point too I mean I remember when I went through the my divorce and um finally my kids were like mom you've got to go you got to do something because you're kind of driving us nuts and so I, I, that's when I said I joined a run club because I didn't know what to do and I was invited. And so I didn't want to tell anyone. And so I just did my own kind of run, kind of a gallopy. I don't know what it must've looked like, but back then too, it was easy to hide. You couldn't tell anything was wrong, um, except all of a sudden out of the blue, I'd be standing there talking to someone. I had these cute little blue shorts on and it was like, and that happened. So it's like, you know, then they would look at me like, is there, I don't know really what's wrong with her, but she pees a lot like in her pants. And so it's those weird things when they don't know what we have and we, we don't tell anyone. I didn't tell anybody for a long time. And so I think it leaves people confused and, but it is that nervousness. Like when is the right time for friends, for that person that you might want to, that you're attracted to. Um, but anyone else want to talk about that? Like anything, like the question was obviously the big concern about, um, about going on a date and are you ready if someone were to come and say, I, I'd like, to, I would like to go on a date with you. And yes, I know your stuff. Yes, I know you're in a chair. I see that. Um, no, I didn't know you had catheters in your pocket, but um I'm not completely freaked out with you guys. So whoever hasn't answered yet, what would you guys say? Or you don't have to answer this, just if you would like to. Hmm. I know it's a tough one. I remember 
when my husband now asked me and I tried to explain to him what I had and all he saw was how strong I was. I was still a trainer, um, in a, you know, in a big gym and, um, and I was his trainer actually. And so he then wanted to take me skiing and I was like, I, I don't know that I could, but sure, I'll try. And I knew that once we tried that and I was on the ski lit and I didn't want to get off, I just was like, I'll just circle. I'll just keep circling. And, um, and then, you know, there are a bunch of all of his friends and they're like, we do a shot. And then we, you know what pizza French fry. And I'm like, I know the food, but I don't know what you're saying. And so my idea was just to get my ass down as fast as I could down that damn hill because I was terrified. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I could tell at that moment, he didn't, he had no idea what I had. And so I really needed to explain to him that I know what I look like now. And I do take very good care of myself. However, this thing can do whatever it wants to do. And this is where I could go. And I need you to understand that. And so um, that's a tough one. You know, you don't want to tell someone that, but I, it's, I think it's important. And so um, go ahead. Anybody else? Go ahead, Jenny. Well, I think there's a, for me, I, I find a lot of people really underestimate the severity of multiple sclerosis and they see it as a, um, yeah, yeah, my aunt has it and she's fine kind of attitude. And so I, to talk about it with somebody, um, it really bothers me when they don't listen and understand how severe it is and maybe not for everybody, and but it does kill early and it does mm -hmm. kill from certain cancers because you don't have the immunity. And I know because I've become very, very close to those points and um, that point. And so how do you share that? Like someone's got to really understand right. the impact of that, but yet at the same time, like, well, look, you know, there's all these other things that are okay and, and just get on with, get on with like talking about other things other than the issues that uh, perhaps I contend with. and. I just want to make a little note to Adam and uh, Diana, just um, a little caution on the word of saying what's wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with you. And that's a, a word that really like rubs me the wrong way when somebody walks up to me and says, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Like out of the blue at the grocery store or something. And it's happened so many times and it's just so innately ableist in society and please try to remove that from your own verbiage in your heads because there is nothing wrong with you right and we battle our own internalist internal ableism i know because we once were something and now we have something else to contend with but anyways i just right. want to please throw that in i know no. i'm like so um i have my own struggles with that um but um I think that was a great point, Jenny. It's really good to like even start saying it in the mirror when someone asks, "What's well?" There's nothing wrong with me. Actually, I'm a warrior. It's, yeah, like, I, I, sorry, Diana. I, 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 
but like it's when somebody comes up to me and says that I've started to come back with some some comments to them and um and all the stupid comments they make to me the grocery store you know because yeah. I can't hold the basket in my lap and why don't you get a caboose and I'm like yeah that's something only an able-bodied person would like make some stupid joke over <laughs> and right like it's just so hum- humiliating like, right or something like that and it's so demeaning and mm-hmm. they you know, stop in their tracks. And um, so, yeah, I throw it right back. And I just, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean by, you know, advocacy fatigue. Sometimes I'm not quick enough to snap out those answers back to when those jerks like say those, those things. So there's a balance, I guess, of saying like, here's the severity of like what I'm dealing with um, in myself and my disease and what I've been through, like you know, understanding like what I've been through and um actually ms is the worst thing that has happened to me in my life and um there's probably nothing else that, that you you like thrown like more stuff wrong um mm-hmm. you know, like in, in health wise and that would make my life worse but ms mm-hmm. is definitely the worst yeah and um, so yeah then but at the same time you know i don't really want to like spend my time talking about those kinds of things with my friends or with someone sure. i just want with like well, a, yeah, because then like, you feel like all the focus all of a sudden, like I know we could be at a holiday thing. And then if, if someone asked me um, if I was in the hospital or something like that, then all, all eyes are on me. And I'm like, that's not really what I wanted. I just kind of wanted to, you know, move on. I don't want everybody's eyes and ears listening to, um, you know, what the next what the next thing is going on with me. So I, I feel that for you. I know that's a really frustrating thing for us um you know to always it's like either they don't notice and don't say anything because they don't want to or it's like you're the focus at the table so um Sam did you have anything to say with that so you're ready to go on a date you're ready for it so if they come and ask if they're good you're ready to go anything that um physically or that would hold you back let's say they were like terrible eaters and they just say greasy food and drink all day, every day. And how would you handle that? Would you say, this is not going to work for me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That person going to leave. I mean, um, from my life, it's not, I, I'm not going to, in general, I used to be all the time um, healthy eater. And uh, now, you know, because of MS, I'm even um, better. I would say, right. worse, but better with mm-hmm. uh, gluten-free, um, dairy-free yeah. stuff like that. That we all make those changes just right. to make positive change in our life. But yeah, definitely, um, greasy food. Um, no, it's out. Um, a person, um, you know, just um, uh, I think we all hope that mm-hmm. we are hopeful that the other person that is a potential partner mm-hmm. um, is going to understand, but it's not 100%, of course. Absolutely. Uh, whoever wants to leave, they're, you know, they can leave. And whoever really wants to spend time with us, like your husband, mm-hmm. um, they want to stay with us. And they want, even they have no idea what MS is, but they do, they go and read, they go and talk to people. They come and join you to the events just to get to know right. what you're going through, you know, mm-hmm. uh, without giving yeah. you a hard time just to understand you and support you. So, right. um, and I'm sure out there, there is someone for all of us that, 
Raphael wants to do that for us. And we are all, as you said, we are great people. We are yes. going through a lot, a lot in our life and um, we're doing it ourselves, uh, mostly uh, with no help. Um, and yeah. Yeah, no, that thank you. So um, Derek, did you have your hand raised or no? You just put it down. Derek, you're, you're muted. muted. You're muted. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, in my experience, the handful of dates that I did go on, mm -hmm. I always disclosed that I had MS beforehand. And a lot of that, and that was my, just I discovered over time, it's like, why waste time chatting with mm -hmm. people if they're not going to even want to hear about or understand what MS is. And then right. on that first date, it's a test of, they really get to see how disabled I am. And mm -hmm. I, I just don't care. You know, I got, I, I mean, I'm confident in myself and I don't need anybody else to become, to be happy. You know, I would right. like somebody else and to share these experiences with people, but it, it's not something that I feel I need in my heart to become whole. Right. You know? And it took me a, a lot of self work to get yeah. that way. And a lot of it is just being here in the moment and mm -hmm. not worrying about what's in the future. That doesn't mean not be prepared, but I mean, just, just be honest, open with what you need. And a lot of times these, the, the people that I found that would go on dates with me were more than accommodating and, you know, and then it's just, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but right. you never know until you put yourself out there and it really yeah. helps to not care what other people think about you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to the point of being just like narcissistic almost. <laughs> Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think it's good too. Like what you said is just, I think you have to be, I don't think I, I mean, honestly, when, when Lance asked me out and I could just say his name, cause you guys know, but I wasn't, I was like, really? Cause I, I had become pretty comfortable in my own skin and who I was. And I, I was okay with not meeting anyone. And at that time, now that I was busy with kids and my work and stuff like that. So had it been a few years later, I probably would have been like, well, when is this going to actually happen? So, but Adam, what do you have? You have your hand up. Yeah, now I'll go to the next question. I was just going to say like, this happened a couple months ago. You know, I've, I've gotten used to being alone. I do mm -hmm. stuff alone. I'm like Derek said, it would be nice to have somebody, but I don't need somebody, but I met somebody just completely randomly. Wasn't even looking. And it was someone that, you know, they really wanted to understand it. They looked into mm -hmm. it. They researched it. They were there for me. They tried to learn more about what I go through every day and all this. And it was good for a little bit. And then they were just gone. They just are gone. So it's like, it gives yeah. you that hope. Like you get hope and you're like, wow, there are people that actually give a shit. Right. And just kind of just fade out again. And it's like, well, back to the drawing board again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it was and a lot gets... of starting from scratch all over again, man. It was a lot of pokers in the fire, you know, and then like <laughs> nothing comes about, and it was just try, try, try. Yeah, and I hated it. Honestly, I hated online dating. And I'm so grateful to be out of it. <laughs> and that's so why I, that, one was, that one was so good because it wasn't even that. It was just I just 
randomly met her at some spot and we just started talking and it was that's cool you know right and then it just so my question to you is I know Derek you have been on online dating so how have you guys ever who has been give me a hand raise who's been on online dating just you really none of you guys said okay so (laughs) did you guys know even that there was online dating for um for hand for handicap for disabled people. Okay, so I like I said earlier before we started, I went on. I, of course, I lost it now. Um, I went on, and there are, and I tried to see if I could sign up, mostly because I thought my husband would think it was funny too that um I would be on. So there's when you go on, there's if you guys want to look on your phones, um, there is. There are some dating apps and they're kind of there. One was just struck me as funny. So I'm going to try to find this one, but there are dating apps. Let me get on it. I'm going to talk what. There's one called disabled singles. See. Okay. Now read it. What it says. Well, to all of us, not to yourself, Ricky. <laughs> I, I, I'm not on it. I just know about, I just know it exists. I know, but if you scroll down, it should tell you kind of what, what it, um, like what it I is. Brought, I brought it up here on my phone. I okay. Is yeah. This where, Go ahead. Sorry. We're excited to introduce our new and just an advanced app to make your dating experience smoother than ever. It now completely covers all features found on our website and adds even more. For instance, premium users can contact each other using audio or video chats. If you are a, dis- a disabled single man or woman, you may not have high hopes of finding a soulmate, but that is about to change. Exclamation mark. If you join <laughs> <laughs> everybody sign up you join our disabled matchmaking our matchmaking app you will be able to meet thousands of singles that are in your area and are disabled or do you not have a problem with dating disabled men and women once you complete the free registration process you can browse mm-hmm. through a large number of online profiles da, 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 da. now which one was that jenny that one was the one that you had said um okay it was this um, disabled sing- uh, disabled singles dating. Okay, disabled so then there's app. yeah, there's dateability. See, I got a whole bunch for you guys. There's disability matching. So that one seemed kind of fun. Then there's disabled single dating. There's that. There's lonelies chat and flirt. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds terrible. And then there's odd, (laughs) odd, um, how many there really are. So I want you all to go on one. And then we do our second one. I want to know how it went. But I am curious, like, just like what you go ahead, Diana, what? No, I was just going to say, like, the main thing that's stopping me is the friggin' bathroom. What am I supposed to say to someone? I haven't kissed you yet. But can you help me get on I have and to off pee. the toilet? <laughs> yeah, but if you're going can you to pull these, down my pants? <laughs> well, that may be very sexy, Diana. You don't know. The thing is, is like, so, yes, that is what you have to say. Right. But I mean, on these disability so apps that can't be that weird. Like I have to I have to pee a lot. So I mean they can't be like, you what? 
out of all the things with our disabilities, that can't be the strangest thing that someone will ever say. Well, so you've got people that, that work in healthcare and like nursing facilities and they're trained and they know how to do that. That's what they right. do all day, you know, so right. they might not want to do it, but right. <laughs> we all just, we all just need like a butler that we can just snap our fingers. <laughs> Jeeves, bathroom, Jeeves, catheter. <laughs> Jeeves, cure MS. Thanks. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, when, okay. So here's the funny thing. When I was, I was single and everybody was joking with me that I wouldn't date anyone. And so I went on, they, I didn't even know about these. And I went on match, but I was on Ambien, high doses of Ambien when I was doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. So Did I- Did you write your I, profile on Ambien? Yes, nice. on Ambien. That was part two of our three-part series on singles with MS. Tune in tomorrow for part three when we wrap up the series. Have a great day. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Move It or Lose It podcast, where you can again find us wherever you like your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, join us on that. And we can't wait to see you again. We're going to have a lot of exciting guests and working together. And as always, you'll hear us say at the end of every podcast, we are stronger together. So let's do it. Let's become stronger together. Have a great day. Hey!